Season 1, Episode 13 of Gupshub Pod. I'm your host, Tejas, and you can follow me at My Life Isn't TV. This week's podcast is one of my oldest friends, Vish, who you can follow on social media through clicking the link in the podcast bio. While you're there, be sure to support the podcast through our Buy Me A Coffee link or the multiple businesses that are friends of the pod, including Chapati Man NY, The Eastern Story, Carpe Diem, and Kolkata Chai. It's a really fun episode, and I hope you enjoy listening. Hello? Yo, what's up? Hey, everyone. What's going on? This is a very uh, USA shirt. No, no, it's, um, it's a Lacoste shirt, but it's orange and blue and white. So it's like a very kind of off-brand India color scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the India jersey. Well, I say jersey. It's more like the India-inspired clothing that was made by... Um, Maybe seeing that next week at uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going day one and day three. Okay, okay. So you know, sweat. Can't wear the India shirt both days. For sure, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sriram was in town. He was saying um, to come in August for the test. Bro, I want you to come in August, but hopefully things need to be open by then. Well, how are things there right now? It, I mean, internally, it's pretty fine. It's just travel is severely restricted. Like, there is no one is coming in from outside. Yeah. Only UK citizens and residents are going in and out. And even then, like, travel is just completely different. That's true. Um, we haven't seen you in, like, two years. Bro. That's I know. Way <laughs> too long. That's the problem. Uh, you yeah. know, I think, yeah, it must have been, what, it was November 2019, right? That was the last time. What, when we saw each other? Uh, yeah, when we saw each other. Yeah, uh, that was the Chapati Man launch. Oh, damn. So then... October 2019. October 2019. That means that we saw each other in... No, in November when uh, I came over there. Oh, true. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, it's, it's almost... It's a year and a half, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, good, also, so, like, Biden is here, right? On the G7, yeah. like, conference. Okay. And they're saying that the UK opening is going to get delayed by another month, uh-huh. but at least at the end of this month, they're going to announce the new like countries that are on the green list and black of quarantine and stuff. Interesting. Everyone's hoped like if the US is on it, then come through. Yeah. Well, I heard that Portugal was on the green list for the Champions League finals, and then it went back. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a few people got stuck. So people who went to Portugal for the Champions League finals. Yeah, a couple of them are seeing online like they tested positive for a thing. Uh-huh. So not only did they have to stay in Portugal for two weeks, but they were there when it switched back from green to amber, and they had to quarantine when they came back to the UK as well. It's just like it's so fucked. It's up. travel is not as travel is not as easy as at what it used to be. How has it been traveling for you? Like because I know that when you had to go back to Bahrain and stuff like that, that was okay to be honest. Because Bahrain at least there's a system, right? When you go back. There's an app that you need to download, and there's no like, I mean, Bahrain. There's no data privacy concerns. Is that <laughs> download the app? Download the app. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward because like there's a system in place. So you go, you test at the airport itself before you exit. Um, you have to quarantine until the result comes, but that could be between 12 to 24 hours, mm. which is basically like if you fly at night, you sleep. The next morning when you wake up, you've got the result and it's negative, yeah. and then you can do whatever you need to. Okay. Uh, then again, on the um, on the fifth day, you need to go and give a test, which is a drive-through at exhibition center. Okay. On the eighth day, you need to go, sorry, on the 10th day, you need to go and give a drive-through test as well, but you don't need to leave the car. So it's so easy that way. And they've done it, like, to be fair, they've done a very good job in terms of managing COVID in the country. And for people coming in, it's, it, there's a clear thing what you need to do. It's not as complicated as some of the other countries. Okay. How was it coming back to the UK then? When I landed at Heathrow, the immigration guy was basically like, just fill out forms when you land. You have to fill out a passenger locator form, which is your details, sure. where you're going to be staying, um, like why you're there, stuff like that. The second thing is you have to get a negative PCR before you fly, which is straightforward. You need to print out of that. And you need a proof that you've got a booking done for your COVID test in the UK. So when you land between day zero and day two, you have to give one test. Mm-hmm. Then you have to isolate until, well, there are two parts. So day zero to day two, you have to give it anyway. Yeah. Day five, you can pay a little bit more. Uh, 
do a test. If you test negative on day five, then you're free to break your quarantine. Otherwise, you have to stay until day 10 um, and you have to give another test on day eight. So I'm like, it's, it's a little bit more structured. And also like, that's why if you were to come from the US, currently you would have to do that 10 day quarantine unless you pay a little bit more and get the day five quarantine and move out of the way. It sounds like uh, waiting in line for the club versus paying the bouncer to just kind of sneak in through the- No, but here you have to queue in line and then pay the bouncer. So <laughs> like it's both. Yeah, to, to hurry up the process. Okay, I got you. Yeah. But that, but that is what's preventing people from coming in, right? Because if, first of all, if you're not letting anyone come in, how are you going to get in? Yeah. Second, if you do all this, so like Tulin was talking about previous because she and the girls have canceled their flight. Where, where were they planning on going? I, I think they were planning to come for Creamfields, right? We all have tickets for that. Yeah, 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 but they've canceled it because I, what, what I was telling her is like, you can't just come in the day before, attend Creamfields and then bounce oh, back. Yeah. You have to come 10 days before, quarantine, do your Creamfields for two days and then leave back. Oh, it doesn't yeah. make, like, it's expensive. It doesn't make sense. So yeah. Why would you do it? That's a good point. Man, I'll tell you what. I, it is nice that in New York, the cases are going down and things are yeah. slowly opening up and people are, have been traveling, but people are able to travel more. But like we did the hard part. So like, I, I know that, you know, go enjoy, yeah. go enjoy the summer because you've earned it. Whereas like down in Atlanta, like <laughs> you never stop. Dude, it's that thing that uh, it's like you, you and I were laughing remember last year with the Texas governor was saying that, yeah, we're going to reduce the lockdown restrictions. Everyone was like, bro, what restrictions did we have that needed to be, like, yeah. that needed to be reduced? That's a good so, point. Yeah. That's a good point. Hey, is this a new, is this a new room? Brother? Yeah, welcome. Welcome to my new place. It's a fucking mess. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> nice. yeah, be how, how have you been doing? How's everything going with you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, here's what it is. We're in, what, month 15 of the pandemic? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coping. It's been a tough year for all of us, to be yeah. fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We're just gonna keep going. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like, oh, it's all fun and like, <laughs> roses and bursting fireworks every day. It's not. It's not the fun. It's not the fun. <laughs> it's, it's been tough for a lot of people. Um, it really has. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. I'll, I'll tell you what. The um, I'm thinking like when we come to the two year, I'm thinking was this more or less difficult than doing IB? And I, I gotta say. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a different type of pressure, right? Yeah, it's a different type of pressure. That's true. Because at, at least in that, you do this, then you do that, then yeah, you do that. And sure. then, like by the time you get to the end, you knew it was going to be two years. Yeah. And I'm going to like, hopefully, if all goes well, <laughs> I get them out. Yeah. Here we go up, then we go down. Then we go up, we go two steps forward, and then three steps backward. And then something happens that kicks it into another order. So yeah. I was saying to somebody as well, like for the for the last 15 months, our brains have been in this constant fight or flight mode, responding to stresses, not just internally, but externally yeah. as well, because you're reacting to the news. You're more confined to your spaces. So you're on your phone more, you're seeing mm -hmm. more of social media, you're seeing the polarization and it's having an effect on our mental states as well. hundred percent. Yeah. Who knows how long this is going to last. I was like, I was joking with somebody. I was like, I'm probably going to see them in 2025 and i'm like actually probably it's only going to be 2025 by the time I do, by the time the world goes back to opening up well i've been talking to this with some of the people on the pod about how like being able to travel both domestically and internationally is a big part of the way that we socialize yeah, yeah. our friends and i know that's something for you and i because we live in different countries different continents all that stuff it, it's just exactly gone and you make a really good point about the fact that we're all on our phones a lot more, being inside a lot more, and getting all of the news, especially something like Twitter.com, which, as you and I both know, been veterans on this app for a very long time. Yeah, how bad it can be. <laughs> but do do but the also but the other thing as well is like if you look at I don't know you on Android you get that like screen time report or whatever. Yeah, that iPhone users get. Yeah, yeah. So you look at that and it's like. So I look at my phone one, I'm like, oh, that's, that's not too bad. But then I think about it. I'm actually like, well, no, that doesn't include this time I spent in front of a laptop mm -hmm. or the time I've been spent in watching TV or yeah. like on the iPad. Like my phone is only the phone. If yeah. I had a, like a holistic screen time view, I don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, it's funny when you put on the group chat for the, uh, well, I guess, football group chat that we have about how the new VPN looks like the Nottingham Forest logo. I found that Bro. really funny. Yeah, really funny. It, I, it is. It's a tree with a football badge sign. I thought it was forest. 
was good though. It was, I mean, I was like, wow, this is spot on. Did you uh, watch Euros earlier today? Of course, you know I did. It was it was um, a good game. We were able to first half. I felt a little, a little tight, but I could see what was happening. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that P day versus pizza. Uh, that that color is that I quality. Away, really good. Really good. Yeah. From the last twelve months since pandemic has started and all that, what's been something that you've been looking forward to each each day, each week, something like that? I know that you have a whole very strong group of friends. Uh, they're there in London, and Pranoy talked about it a little bit on the podcast as well. He showed a lot of appreciation towards you. I need to shout Pranoy out, actually. He gave me a lot of, I don't know if it was fully deserved, but he showed me a lot of love. <laughs> in that. I think so, it's fully and you too as well. So I think it's like. fully deserved, yeah. No, I think it's fully deserved. I know you guys were able to see each other um, as things started to like yeah. get a little bit better and restrictions were eased, so like what have you been able to yeah. look forward to? What has kept you kind of going through these last 12, 15 months? What do you mean, Paige, exactly? Because, mm. like, there's small-term things that have been keeping me going. Yeah. And long-term. Like, what do you mean, like, the day-to-day stuff or the long-term stuff that's, like, down the, well, like, in the future? I'll, I'll tell you what. The, this question actually comes about because my, my therapist said, you know, it's, a, it's normal to have things to look forward to. And sure. With the pandemic, it's just like all of our plans. Of like we were supposed to come in that weekend to London, Dan and I. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I we were supposed to come in that weekend that everything shut down. It, there's you couldn't really, and also like you said, that fight or flight does play a factor. Where you're not really, you don't know what the what's going to happen the next day, a week from now, a month from now. You're not really thinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'd say exactly. What have you been looking? What was keeping you going during the short term and? what had kept you going through the long term feel free to answer both as much as you want to yeah and the reason the reason i asked for that clarification is because i've tried not to have too many long-term thoughts in my mind because so like when you ask the question the first time i don't have anything that i'm looking forward to as like a one or two different moments Mm -hmm. in a year and a half two years time because I don't know what's going to happen in a year, sure. year and a half, two years time. Things can change. Yeah. Things can happen so differently. So, and you've always known that, like, yeah, I, I don't want to think that far ahead because then I lose track of what I need to do today or, mm. or tomorrow or the day after. For me, it's just a case of like, what do I need to do today? What are the three things I need to do today? What do I need to take off my list? Mm. Do that next day. What do I need to take off? What's the most important thing today? What do I need to get through? Yeah. Take that off next day. What do I need to do? And and again, like by taking that day by, I mean, classic coaching speak here, but we take each day as it comes, right? Sure, but, yeah. um, and I, and also like again, generally, if I feel like and if I feel like I'm looking to something that's going to happen in 2023, mm-hmm. I lose track of what I need to do today, and then I'll get uh, I, my head will be in the clouds a little bit, and mm-hmm. I won't have my feet on the ground in terms of doing what needs to get done. Yeah. Um, with that get shit done mentality type of thing. Sure, like keeping your legs moving, right? That's something that like... Yeah, exactly. That, that And that's all we can... Like, I, I was... It's funny you say this, because I was literally talking to my mom about this over the weekend. Because uh-huh. she's always like, yeah, we need to try and do this. We need to do this. This has yeah. to happen by the certain time. And it's like, no, we can't control it. Look what happened in the last year and a half. We sure. couldn't control anything. All I can do is just today, wake up on Friday. What do I need to do? wake up, I'll go to sleep now, uh, which is actually one of the things to do is sleep enough hours from Friday to Saturday. I wake up on Saturday. What do I, What are the three things I need to do today? Um, not saying I write it down, but even in your mind, when you wake up, you have a sense of like, this is my purpose for the day. This is what I need to do. And I feel better having ticked all of that off my list. Mm. Yeah. I feel like you, are, I feel like you have a very similar mentality to that as well you don't look too far ahead. Like I remember back in the day when you and I would try to make plans mm-hmm. and someone would come, someone would come to us on like the Tuesday saying, Hey, what are you guys doing on the Saturday? It's like, I don't know what's happening. That's way too far. ahead. <laughs> that's like five, that's like four days in the future. I don't know what I need to concentrate on like Wednesday and Thursday and forget Saturday. <laughs> well, so I think back then when, when we first met, yeah, like there was only, this was like you said with, with IB with like, you know, being in yeah. the thick of it you kind of like, you know, you don't, you're not looking, you're not seeing what ha- what's happening after the end of the game, just get through the game, right? Like get through the match yeah, yeah. and yeah. perform at the highest level that you can in whatever exactly. environment. 
but right before the pandemic, I think I had planned out like the first, I think when we met in like November 2019, I planned the first six months of 2020. Out exactly. And it, yeah. you said, yeah, you're right. It all went to shit. And now I'm at the point where like, yeah, you know, I'm starting to like plan things a month out now and things like that. But still providing that time and that opportunity to also not plan anything to see whatever happens, happens. But I think you're right. That's a much healthier way of looking at it. It is tough for me though. It's, no, I, I agree. It's because you want, and also with the type of people who need to be occupied with something, I'm just sit there and be idle. I find it very difficult. Yeah, hundred um, percent right. Yeah, because then my mind will start to wander, and that's when my exactly. mind starts thinking about, okay, well, what, you know, what the fuck is going on around this? What have I missed? Because I always feel like I've forgotten something to do, and I think that's where it's like a little bit different because I don't mind looking. Like I actually love looking forward to the future. I love looking forward to coming to London in. August and I think where where I'm now at is like well if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen like I'm no longer which is a great shift yeah yeah it's it's a it's been some changes but I think it's like I'm no longer disappointed if things are, I mean I still am don't get me wrong I'm still, I'm still gonna, yeah, yeah. if I'm not able to come to London in August I'll still be disappointed but it has less of an effect on my overall mood because like I think yeah. I'm cognizant that shit happens sometimes and I can there's things like you said out of our control so. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't know, I guess that's kind of what keeps my me driving through my day, knowing that either I have something to look forward to. Because otherwise then I get bogged down and then the legs become slower and then you're like, well, you know, things like that. That's true, you know, which does happen. Yeah. Speaking of uh, when we were growing up together, do you remember how we met? I, I don't remember the particular like, Hey, I'm Pages. Hey, I'm yeah. Sharp. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. All I remember was that, like, so I, I joined, I joined in, in, so it was your 11th grade, my 10th grade mm-hmm. in school when I just moved from Dubai. Mm-hmm. And I think you doing your classic thing, your politician walk to get water in the morning, where you used to say hi to everybody, like the, um, the Keenan and Kel sketch, where you used to have a different touch handshake or different greeting for every single person as we walk by. I think it's just one of that. You're like, hey, I'm Paige. Yeah. Like, hey, cool. Nice to meet you. And then realize that my mom and your mom knew each other from the mm-hmm. puja circuit. Sure. And then ended up coming to your house. And then you guys came over for dinner on a weird as hell day because it was yeah. the, the Taj takeover, really. Yeah. And I remember you, me, Uji, and Vibes just sitting there just watching Mumbai just getting shut down mm-hmm. and people just roaming around the city. I think that was one of my first memories I had with you. Yeah. Um, oh, same. So, and yeah. that was the crazy part because that was in November. So we had like a good, you know, three months of that first semester kind of happening where, yeah, we'd, we'd hang out. And we also like, yeah. you know, playing uh, football during uh, lunch and stuff like that. Yeah, true. And actually being coming over and of course having you guys over. Yeah, that, that memory sticks out in my mind so clearly. But Definitely. In terms of like just like, how we first met that also i mean it's such a long time ago too that i really don't yeah true oh. i think also the i think also the fact was that our friend circle was really we were all very similar to each other we'd all grown up in ethnic family backgrounds sure. so we all had that to bond over and then it was a simple fact that we just saw each other so often that we just kind of ended up becoming a group yeah and then you guys very kindly took me into that group because you had you already had that and I was kind of new to, like, I had my own friends in Bahrain, but not school friends. Yeah. So, yeah, and then basically you, me, and Ryan just hit it off. We were even more similar than everybody else. Was, yeah, it was great. And that group chat is still going on. It's still going on to this day. Yeah. One of the previous guests on the pod, uh, Rayon, who you can listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or your preferred podcast platform. Nice plug. So we've known each other over a decade now, and... You are one of you, Rayon, are some of my oldest friends. What is your favorite memory of us hanging out? Now, we have a bunch, and Rayon said, yeah. honest, there's a bajillion. Um, uh, yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can pick a particular one, to be honest, because uh, each one of them has been so cool in its own way. Yeah. As in, so we've, and like, even if you go through the list of things we've done, right, as in, you and I have gone on tour to Germany together, mm-hmm. where 
that was an insane trip and that's i think where we really became very close yeah because we ended up rooming together yeah then as in you and i have walked back from city center back to our old house for like a 45 minute walk which i don't know why the hell we did that <laughs> then just get a cab or a car and just walk, do it we walked so we did that which is also pretty cool we're just talking mm-hmm. we've spent a lot of time like when you used to take your 5 hour bus rides we used to be just chatting about football every saturday yeah. morning so that was pretty cool uh, you've come over to the uk and we've gone to see tottenham away mm. you've gone on like plenty of nights out in london you come enough times that each one has been so different and so unique so i can't i honestly cannot pick one because honestly and vibes will say the same thing pranay will say the same thing everyone you talk to in this group will say the same thing it's just one of those weekends where page is here everything gets better and we do miss that um so yeah i i'd say i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to pick one particular pranay said why did you were you thinking of something specific not particular i mean there's a handful but i i think um pranay said it's like there's a wedding going on where like the energy level it just shifts up a couple octaves essentially yeah right? and like you can feel it like cuz the build up to it and then of course you know after it's like everything and it's like okay i need some time to like take a break even to right decompress on, yeah decompress yeah ryan and i ryan and i are both we're very similar on that <laughs> uh, i i honestly I genuinely feel the next time that we do eventually meet will be probably that best moment because it's been so long. I don't think I've gone this long without seeing you or we seeing each other or hanging out just generally. I think that'll be pretty cool because I think we'll try and we'll try and or rather knowing you, we'll try and tick off all the hits the next time we meet which will make it really cool. All hits no miss. All hits no miss. Yeah. 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 No, I was also, I was also thinking for Lords I'll just wear all white like I did the first time we went and it ran. Ah, that again. That's another key I think moment as well. No, I would say I I I was thinking and I I do agree because I think every moment that I spend with you, every moment that I've gotten to spend with Rayon, um, you know, just everyone is just like I've always thoroughly enjoyed it and that's when I'm really not yeah. thinking about anything else. I'm not thinking about the yeah, exactly. I'm about that yeah. moment. I I would say though that like the time when we came back after a very long weekend and we were just kind of like on the tube together and at this point we had no Oh that oh god that, yeah and when the uh band was playing oh when the saints go marching in that look that was there for each other that was a very understanding without having to say anything I don't have that with a lot of people so it's it's <laughs> nice it's nice to be on the same page with someone without even communicating right Yeah I agree like when you play when we play sports because we are both avid sports watchers sports players it's like when you play that and you have someone where you don't even have to say anything to them but yeah. they just understand what you're feeling what you're thinking and vice versa it's it's really it's really crucial for like the chemistry that's essentially what chemistry is and i think that that just comes with like knowing someone from a very long time understanding yeah. their emotional wavelength and you that's something that you're really good at as we've talked about on previous podcasts just being in tune with other people's emotions you are very I, I myself I'm a little bit dis- disassociated from that but it's nice to know that like with you and with other close friends that I have that with them and I can understand what that feeling is you know you know the you know the other person that like in a sporting context and I really had that with mm. is Sai right. um okay Turn I don't know what it was maybe the, like maybe because we are like when it comes to cricket we were literally the polar opposites of each other really? right he's right handed i'm left handed he's an off spinner i'm a leg spinner okay. he like is a more attacking batsman i am not as uh-huh. so and like i've known i've played with him since he was 7 and i was 8 okay so we've played so long with each other that it got to the stage when we were like i'd say when we were like 19 18 19 20 21 yeah. we just understood each other immediately either sai would be captain or i'd be captain yeah um he would be one of the leaders in the team or i'd be one of the leaders in the team so it was very easy for us to vibe off each other mm-hmm. and we genuinely like even on the cricket field when we played together he knew exactly what i was going to do i knew exactly what he was going to do and we had that implicit trust together um and like you said i when you were saying all of that i was thinking yeah like that was one of the best sporting times of my life because i had a guy i could 100% trust yeah he had a guy he could 100% trust as well and mm-hmm. again we just had that 
that just that innate implicit understanding between each other yeah um we've had some great moments together on the field as well so yeah um sneak preview for what size hopefully going to be on the podcast soon and what he's going to say there yeah i'm excited for it as well i i'm also yeah. excited to see what his answer is cuz there was a time where he and i just hung out together in london near his place where he used to live at his uh, yeah, yeah. accommodation and being able to talk with him and hang out with him for a while is really nice to get to understand him a lot more on a personal yeah. level as opposed to in a more social environment yeah no i i definitely feel that uh this was when you were playing cricket up at durham uh not necessarily as in we played together in dubai we played together oh, yeah. right. in england we played like and we played for so much like i honestly don't know how many teams we've played for together but it was just like every time we used to bat together every time he'd be bowling and i'd be fielding or i'd be bowling he'd be fielding it was just there we played and again like genuinely like i've played a lot of cricket with a lot of people mm-hmm. but he's probably one constant that has been there throughout the entire time um which is which is really cool and then like again you develop that understanding you develop that that sync on that level and i think it's a really nice feeling to have because there's like yeah it's it's just something where like you someone from a not completely different background although that does that does happen so well we're literally I, even that to be honest yeah. even that is such a similar background yeah to both of our like upbringings and like there there's a reason why both of our mothers get along so well like both of our dads get along so well with each other that's like, a good point uh, <laughs> that's a good yeah <laughs> yeah you had asked like when was like a a peak moment and i had also mentioned the one when we came back from a long weekend away but more importantly also when we had first been able to see each other in the uk and it had been a it had been a while yeah yeah how yeah. this is like pretty much the longest time we've gone without seeing each other but there was also like a a longer period when you and i were both in uni and because you were up in um up in newcastle area and i was in the new york area it was really difficult to come over but i was able to do that and then we went to go see the worst manager i've ever seen manage my football club <laughs> you're really putting him uh, Mourinho above him you know what no i said worst not second worst <laughs> sure what is the worst manager i've ever seen manage my football club we had a 59% win ratio 59% win ratio really just like blacked out those uh, six months from my memory for sure and that was also the jelly game but when when we're talking about like understanding where someone is emotionally and understanding how yeah, they're yeah. feeling after the game when i was just completely down in the dumps uh, for sure going to see them lose at west ham the whole jelly game and then you're like here come i'm going to take you somewhere you might feel better i actually you didn't even say that you were just like here follow me we're going to go somewhere else instead of the two when i was like okay because you know i'm going to yeah. follow you wherever and then going to the seven above in there and sitting and having a meal it did make me feel a lot better the everything like kind of comes and goes right like seasons happen sports happen it's all a construct it is something that i've looked forward to during this uh pandemic the the next game on for the teams that i follow i i don't know Dave, because there was like i don't know how was but maybe until you guys got knocked out of the europa league you were playing twice every week right yeah um and then after that it kind of just became once on the weekend yeah like for us because i genuinely felt not towards the not to not in the middle but in the beginning so on from september right about till mid october mm-hmm. basically like until the arsenal game that we played at old trafford yeah and then from the aston villa game onwards i was just like this is just too much there's a game every 3 days like my entire week Mm-hmm. schedule after work is just consumed by when are united going to play like my mm-hmm. it's just it was just too much and you could sense the players were tired the atmosphere was a bit flat yeah. um in the middle it was fun because like because you know you're in that christmas period you're back home you're enjoying you're watching it you're lo- you have nothing else to do so you're looking forward to watching the football yeah. but then during the work week it bro it gets tough and i i definitely felt a little bit of fatigue towards the end of the season where i was like i love watching football but like there's a limit here so i was i was wondering who it was so i remember on the group chat you were the one who said that there's too much football on 
I definitely agree. I've been I've been using the phrase. I've been saying someone said that they feel that there's too much football. So me, hundred percent. And I've been and like I've been banging this drum since the beginning. Like so, and, and I'm not saying it just because it was my club as well. Yeah. But you look at Wolves, you look at City, um, you look at some of those clubs that essentially had a two week preseason. Yeah. And they went from playing games from June 2021. Mm-hmm. You're going to be nonstop until the 2023 summer is the next proper break that we're going to have, which is crazy. Yeah. That's too, it's too much. And the same players play again and again and again. Yeah, Obviously, the same players are good enough to be playing for their countries in these international tournaments. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just way too much. Okay, so there's two things that I, I want to discuss on this topic. One is, do you think that that's also happened to not just athletes, but like the average person, where the average person is, they're no longer like the, the commute, right? Which is something that not a lot of people really look forward to, but at least that was a time where you weren't yeah. working. Whereas now it's like you wake up, yeah, yeah. you do work, and you do work till late. 100%. Yeah. And so then it's like, where, why is there, athletes and a lot of professional football teams, a lot of professional sports teams, they have a lot of mental health staff on their team. Players have nowadays have a lot more access to that mental health staff people than the average person, whether that's here in the States, partially due to cost and lack of insurance, or I assume in the UK as well as just yeah. accessibility, being able to go to one or fits what you're looking for. Uh, someone who understands your background and all of that, which that is a, also a separate conversation. But then surely it's like, what can people do in that case? Like, what are athletes supposed to do if that's, like you said, how they're playing every single day? I mean, I definitely prioritize it by saying I'm not watching any game unless my team is involved. So I did lose yeah. a little bit of the passion that I had for watching football, like a yeah. little bit because it was on so much. I was just like, okay, Agreed. I can miss a game and it's okay, there'll be one tomorrow. Yeah, I I completely agree. And it comes back to what I was saying at the beginning is, because we've been in that fight or flight mentality, yeah. I genuinely think the effects of the pandemic from a mental health standpoint are only really going to show up once the pandemic is over. Mm. Once we go back into social settings, once yeah. we go back into um, the regular, well, if we ever go back into regular office going habit, mm-hmm. uh, once you start to fly more on a regular basis, you'll mm-hmm. start to see all of that. It will catch up to us, I have no doubt. Yeah. But again, I have no, and each individual's, makeup is different so you could have a different effect to COVID than I do in the long term yeah um I might have something different to somebody else so you never know how it's going and that's that's a worry as well Mm -hmm. is because you don't know how each person is going to react so you can't put some structures in place to help you come out of it as well yeah that's a good point I didn't even think about that because I mean you're you're right you're 100% right everyone's different I know I feel like for, for you and I, for a lot of people in our friend group, sports was a good way to unwind and yeah, especially also yeah. be off your phone. Like when I'm doing football refereeing, obviously I can't be on my phone during it. Yeah, exactly. And that's a little different versus reading a book because like I feel like I'm engaged with my surroundings and like I'm being active as opposed to more yeah. more passive. And I bring up book reading because I went to Goodwill and because I saw a tweet that recently divorced women will donate their ex-husband's golf clubs to Goodwill so you can find a really good set for very cheap. Oh, nice. And so I went and, got, and I also got this book, Nelson DeMille, The Cuban Affair, which is going to be the next book. He is a really good author. Yeah, I, I really like his. I'm excited. But you had recommended yeah. Daniel Silva to me, and I spent a lot of time this pandemic reading. <laughs> so I, I just collected all of these books, and I was like, I'm just going to keep reading and reading. So again, reading like a lot more passive, but I was able to do that as a way to unwind from the general hectic life that yeah. would be in the New York City area and stuff like that. Then the pandemic happened, and as I started reading, I was kind of like, you know, I, it's not really like a release. It's just more like of a different thing that I'm doing uh, while I'm up. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I think that's not just you. I think a lot of people have had that. So what were certain things that you did in an effort to, like, kind of find other ways to keep engaged, whether that was with your mental health, with your physical health, or finding that sort of, like, way to socialize within this kind of environment? Socialize as in like with other people or just do my own thing? Well, do, do your own thing, but also like find that way to engage with your surroundings, not necessarily social. Right, yeah. The... I think for me, running was like, was a pretty big one. I mean, I used to run before, but I feel like I've 
So around the beginning of 2020, I signed up to this thing on the app that I use. Basically, like you run, you have to run 30 kilometers every month and you meet the challenge. Mm-hmm. 30 kilometers is, if you think about it, it's one kilometer every day, which is not really that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that. I used to try and do that once a week. Um, used to try and like keep myself fit mm-hmm. physically, even though to compensate for the lack of sport, what can we do that way? So that was a good thing. I yeah. There's a really nice route here where essentially you go out, you turn left, you follow the road, mm-hmm. you reach the end of the road, you turn back, you come back. And that's exactly six kilometers. Oh. But I found that was very easy because I didn't have to think. Yeah. At any given stage, I knew exactly where I was at. Yeah. And like you could compare yourself every time you ran. I obviously like quarantine doesn't help because you can't go out and run. And I do miss that. Um, yeah. But that's one thing I, I, I did look forward to is like, when can I go for a run? When can I go do this? Yeah. And then slowly work my way up the distances um, and, and stuff like that. I think, yeah, just other stuff, like you said, reading has definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually tried to re- reduce the amount of TV shows that I'm watching, mm-hmm. like on Netflix or Amazon Prime, because I don't want to be sitting there on my screen. Being yeah. I want to be doing something different. Um, and like like I was mentioning earlier, there's so much football. Like, I don't have time to start a TV show. What am I going to finish it? Good point. Yeah, good point. Evan, when he was, when we were living together in Jersey, he built up to that point where he was running like maybe two, two and a half hours every day. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, where, where do you go? Especially out in like that Jersey area. It's like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter where I go. Cause like, I'll just figure out my own way back. But it's also like, what else is there yeah. to do? And I'm like, yeah, good point. <laughs> You're not. It was not like, I want to say I'm not at two and a half, three hour level. That, <laughs> Evan is just, Evan is here. Uh, I was just doing a very calm, just quick things, doing things yeah. for myself. Yeah. Um, not at his level. You're also right in that, like, what I remember when Formula One Drive to Survive came out, I was like, okay, this is something yeah. that I'm going to engage with because I love watching it. And then as I'm I'm watching it, I'm like, how am I going to have the time to finish this before? Because like I have all these other stuff to do as well. All, yeah, these, yeah. Other, all these other things that I wanted to consume and, in, and engage with. So it's kind of like okay, I'm I'm not going to be able to finish it before the season starts, but it's okay. I'll I'll figure it out on my own. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you. Actually, we touched upon everything. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it does. It's just like so like the, the way that we've been chatting with each other, like you know, with uh, again with, with some other like podcast that I've done it's like you know it feels a lot more structured whereas this one is just like we were chatting about our lives and I'm like okay maybe I should like ask another question and then I look and I was like no we, we've gone through everything I'm done present having fun so that's the one thing man it's like okay so Dan for his 30th birthday and I cannot believe it that like I'm turning 30 in a year right I I can't wait I hope by then pandemic is over and <laughs> because the reason I say that is because you have these like Sometimes you act like, uh, I'd say a person who's just discovered what a bar is for the first time. Yeah. And I love those experiences as well. But <laughs> over the years, you've, you've developing these like uncle type symptoms. And you've said this to me yourself. Yeah, that's true. Is that you wake up one morning and be like, oh, damn, I'm a really good uncle in the future. So turning 30 will be that official validation to be like, yeah, you know what? You can do <laughs> these things and not be ashamed that <laughs> that is happening. Yeah. No, the one thing I will never do is do what Suj did when he walked in when we were playing FIFA and he went, what was it? Oh, Italy, Germany. That's a good game. And it was like, <laughs> yes, that, that is, that is. A no, good I don't game. think you would do that. It's uh, more like, just like the, the mannerisms and the stuff that like, for example, you would, I see, I, you may do this even now. I can't remember. There was one time when like, we were in your Jersey house in 2019 end. And like, I, I don't know, I was just sitting there. You were in the kitchen, you came back. Yeah, you sat down and you did that whole like uncle thing as you sat down. Being like, ah, and, was, and you were just like, oh, damn, I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the one thing that I'm looking forward to is that whenever you know, whenever I do have kids and they're of the age where like they can play tennis with me and my friends, and then I'll be like, okay, come, <laughs> but make sure that like you know you're on my team, like the, the yeah, it's a circle, like how I did when I played tennis with your dad and his friends. Yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll have a good time, like, because it's not, and that's the thing, like, they say that when you get older, the, the, 
30 is the new 20, but with a little bit more money. Okay. And that's something that I'm really looking forward to as well, just completely, but also getting that wisdom that's supposedly there of like recognizing scenarios and be like, ah, I've seen this before. And going back to the mind palace and being like, that's what happened. Let me make sure if I want to have that same route, make sure that I follow that route. And otherwise yeah. it's like, okay, make sure I divert from that route really quickly, right? <laughs> like at this particular stage. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, did I tell you I played tennis for the like second and third time ever in Bahrain in December? Really? Yeah. I didn't um, know. So, so like, so I was in Bahrain for a while. Uh, mm -hmm. Arti and Arjun were back and they were playing tennis pretty regularly with like okay. their circle. Um, Vinay yeah. was flying from Dubai to Bahrain. So Vinay messaged me on the group being like, yo, tennis when I'm in, in Bahrain. And I was like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he messaged me being like, should I bring my tennis racket if we're going to yes. play tennis? I messaged yeah. him saying, don't bring your tennis racket. I have never, I played tennis once in my life before this. Uh -huh. There's no point. He replied saying, I'm going to bring my tennis racket anyway. Um, yeah. So we ended up playing and it was just between the four of us, like in mm -hmm. their compound and then in his compound. And yeah, I, like obviously, like when I will, if you ever speak to him, ask him the story, but it was literally okay. like the, the ball bounced to me and I just drilled a cover drive. And uh -huh. when I just looked at me and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, yes. I didn't like, uh, I felt like I got, I mean, there was a clear, improvement between one and two but yeah, yeah i played it was fun but i don't know just too much muscle memory kicked in i remember when when amos came over to the jersey house and uh, yeah. we had played golf and then he was like playing tennis he's like i played it before when i was younger but like i don't and it's like he's you know the way he's hitting like he's figuring it out as he goes along because yeah, like yeah. when you're someone that has a fourth background you like for some people like stop you're like oh you know i everyone is more focused on like them you know, and yeah. getting better. So, and I think that's what the gym is like from what I've heard or running. I don't know. I don't really do any of this. Let me just make that very clear to everyone listening. I don't know, bro. Your arms are looking pretty good. Thank you. Because <laughs> I've been lifting and moving stuff into this ah, room. That's <laughs> but then as he's like, you can tell like the way that he's choosing the face and the way that he's hitting it. And he's like, okay, now I'm starting to understand. And it's like, yeah, that, that that is how. And then that like, Trial and error, trial and error. That's how you do get better. That's, that's but also point. like having been having played that much sport, when mm. when someone tells you to do something, then it's very easy for like for for you to pick it up because you've done yeah. so much of that. So if someone tells you to do it that way, then it's just a matter of applying what they've told you and turning that theory into an actual practical hit. That's so a good yeah, point. good point. I think I also told Bede, don't bring your tennis rackets when you come here, because literally I have like five, and one of them is like slightly cracked, but it still Correct. works, so I was like, okay, <laughs> no, you don't need to bring anything. He's, he's pretty, uh, uh, like, uh, obviously, I have never played tennis with him before, but yeah, he's pretty decent. All of them, actually, Arti, Arjun, they're all pretty good. Yeah, the, the funny thing about Arjun, and I don't know if this is something that doesn't, that like goes away over time, but when I went down to uh, Virginia, he was like, yeah, I'm going to go drop off my girl. I'll be back in 15 minutes or 20 minutes. He, uh, they left. And then his uh, roommate, Zane, said to me, like, it's literally 25 minutes one way. And he has to stop and do some errands. He's not going to be back in 20 minutes. I was like, well, that's okay. I'm playing ball with you guys, right? It's like, it, it'll be fine. And I was sitting there because I think, like, I was one of the older ones, if not the oldest one out of the 10 yeah. that were there. And I was like, oh man, how am I going to run with these young kids with like a semi-dodgy knee and like, you know, lungs that aren't exactly 100%. But literally there was a guy that was like dueling it, like during the game as well. Like when we took breaks, right, I would go get water. He would duel. And I was like, oh, okay, like I can still... The fact is age is just a number, right? And health also, you know, <laughs> that comes into factor as well. But these guys, I mean, like, I don't know if I would be necessarily dueling in the middle of a game, but that's just me, you know, maybe at this time. Gen Z is a wild bunch. Bro. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. And that was when uh, in game in game two when Anshu hit the winner over me because he hit it over me. I guess I got a group for the Lakers for at least one. So maybe it was me that was the reason that the Lakers lost. Now that I think about it, it's like all piecing together. How can people engage with you online? What would you like them to talk to you about, reach out to you about? Good question. So 
I think you you post the the Instagram handle or the Twitter handle yeah. in the post itself, right? So yeah. yeah, I mean Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want, that's the okay. place to, to be. Um, reach out about anything. I have an eclectic interest, as Pranay said on the other podcast. So I can talk a little bit about many things. So yeah, I mean just and also just hit me up and see what works. A well-rounded individual, which is why we're on so many group chats together about so many different things, and we're able to talk about so many different things as well. Yeah, I think so. I'd like to thank you for taking the time. Do you have any questions for me? I, I realize some people have been asking questions. So I'd say I've been asking you questions throughout the entire time as well, but how have you found the whole podcasting thing since the beginning? Because you've done a few episodes now. So how, like, what's the reaction? How does it make you feel? What do you take from it? Okay, so it first started for my birthday last year. My sister yeah. organized the Zoom right and surprise. Yeah, that was really, really cool. That was nice, right? Yeah, she's yeah. she's a, she also organized like a surprise birthday party for me when I was twenty five. It was here in New York, and I remember I was just I was so surprised that I had to like leave the bar for a second to oh, like really? compose myself because I was yeah. starting to get very emotional. And then I went back in, and then the chair was like, "Oh, Deja, like like as if like I just scored a World Cup winning goal." I was just like, all right. it felt, it feels really nice. And she had organized all of that. And also, I think I forgot who it was. One of one of the boys from uh, uni almost ruined it. Like almost ruined the surprise as well. Uh, she she's she spinned it in such a way that made it like very clinical. To be honest, like I do okay. give her a lot of credit. Um, but I so for the birthday that it happened during the pandemic last summer. Uh, she said everyone go around the room and tell uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moment. yeah. Uh, you guys said the one when we went to and did the private chef's dinner yeah at chef's at no Benaris ben- yeah. yes yeah. then we did the Kanishka dinner after that yeah we did Kanishka oh my god we used to eat like kimchi butter holy shit that, like, <laughs> yes and then uh, I remember Vinay as well speaking a friend of the pod Vinay and future guests he was like, can I see this bill? And then we sent it to him on yeah, WhatsApp yeah, and he was like, what the fuck? And then he started to get very agitated for some <laughs> of the prices that he was seeing, which again, fair enough. That That is that kind of like uncle mentality that I also, when looking at that receipt, again, a different time, but I was like, fuck yeah, we did, we did do this. See, Dej, I even forgot to mention that when you were talking about favorite moments. Like that how many times we've had to yeah. together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I, that that's a good point. I guess I, I've, Regarding the podcasting experience, I have always used this as like kind of for me, it's like a personal journal. Like I don't care if only two people listen to it, like me and you, like me and my guests are the only two people that listen to it, then that's happy for me because like this is gonna stay on the internet forever. All the things that we do for like social media content, even if I hope that Chapati Man can work out, but even having opening night, like that was something that was really special. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, didn't even refer to it during the podcast, but it's also like there, like yeah, yeah. There's, oh, and that yeah, that after party as well was was something else. I I will say, oh yeah. Um, I've always used this as a personal kind of like a personal journal that I'm publishing online. Uh, admittedly, I was messaging Pranoy because like I've been starting to pay a little bit of attention to the analytics because someone reached out, a, a clothing company reached out saying, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I sent you the screenshot as well. So recently, uh, Pranoy's episode moved up to like 30 plus, right? And he's now second. So like, it kind of, it kind of ranges. I know part of it is also with the social media posting. Yeah. It's it's interesting that other people are listening to it. No one's really engaged on social media. And to be honest, I'm kind of, I mean, we know what it's like. Like the first person... The first person to reach out that's just going to be a prick, like an absolute prat. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to try not to. Um, try not to fall for the bait. I hope it's not in response to this one. No, I I, I hope not either. But I think, um, yeah, so far, the reaction has been good. People like it. People also like the football special. And yeah. I think when, when we're able to talk on the football special as well, that'll be good. But yeah, I... I just use this as like a way to just also like reconnect and talk to my friends because I know that with things here in New York kind of getting a little bit more hectic and I mean look at my room right now I know that sometimes I get like so I get so caught up in like my day-to-day and so caught up yeah. with like 
what I'm doing and what I need to do that day and what I need to do that week, that month, that I kind of forget to just take a break and relax and just hang out yeah. with someone that I haven't seen for a while. And so I also am, this is also a chance for me to get to talk to like all my friends, including you, um, who live abroad as well, who I don't know when I'm going to see again, but I hope inshallah soon. And then we'll kind of go from there. Nice. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing good things. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you, things you love to see. Things you love to see.com. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I do like. <laughs> and uh, I will also say, uh, ACL twenty nineteen. Why you tried Asian's chapter? We go down. It's one of my favorite comments that I've ever seen it's, uh, on social media. Yeah. Uh, because I'm also part of that five aside group, so it kind of was like, oh, okay. Um, do you want to stick around for a bit? Yeah, I can. Uh, I, before you end the recording, I do have a couple of plugs that I need to yes, shout out. Please do. So make sure you're following at Gupshop Pod on Instagram. Um, reputed podcast, good one to follow. Make sure you're following at the Eastern Story on Instagram as well, quality food, and at Carpe Diem for your London based food needs as well. So need to shout that out. Nice. Uh, I'm not getting paid for that. That's purely because of my love for yeah. the industry. And also Chapati Man New York when they're back open. If you want to get on the ground floor, get in on it. And if you're in the New York area, add Pokata Chai um, quality chais. Tell them Paige or Vish sent you. They'll sort you out. Yeah. So make sure you follow. Yeah. Nice. Cool. That was good. That was a good plug. Thanks, Dave. Really, yeah. Do you want to do the plug for like when I get this clothing company on? Do you want to do the yeah, plug? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't mind. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll link up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was good. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we got the chat today. No problem. Do you want me to stay on or like after you finish? Yeah. yeah. yeah.